Hey folks. A long time ago, a movie called The Matrix captured our attention. The movie conveyed that reality was not real, but rather simulated and imagined. Now, it made a lot of real money, though. A few years later, author Sophia Stewart sued the key players behind The Matrix for copyright infringement. She also sued the key players behind The Terminator. She alleged that both movies were based on works she created in the early 1980s. The court documents show that Stewart did not win her lawsuit. They also suggest that she did not win because her case was legally difficult to prove, not necessarily because it was false. See, Stewart had to show that the defendants viewed her works and had to show how they were incorporated into both films. Now I've studied many technical papers, musical compositions, song lyrics, and movie screenplays. I know that it ain't hard to make a new idea by combining a couple of old ideas. It happens more than you know. Stewart admitted to being inspired by Star Wars to create her works. Star Wars contains elements inspired by the Bible, may the force be with you, and a popular Japanese film that we don't know about because we're not Japanese. Movies like Alien, Raiders of the Lost Ark, The Lion King, Toy Story, they all appropriated other movie plots to craft their stories. You know, you can't say stolen in our society. Say appropriated. The Brits would say absconded. The brothers would say jacked. <laughs> Songs like Robin Thicke's Blurred Lines, Vanilla Ice's Ice Ice Baby, Ray Parker Jr.'s Ghostbusters, all appropriated other works. There's a far more fascinating story here, though, one that makes it hard to draw conclusions. See, many people want to believe Sophia Stewart's claim and have for years circulated Internet stories claiming that she won her lawsuit and was awarded billions in damage in a triumph of good over evil. Now, there are just as many people who do not want to believe her claims. They summarily dismiss them and portray her as flaky, shaky. They cite the court's decision without acknowledging that it was based on narrow technicalities set forth in copyright infringement laws. Laws that are sometimes designed to protect the guilty more than the innocent. Now we see and portray things as we would like for them to be and do so often when we don't know one way or the other. Sometimes this is an exercise of faith. Sometimes it's an exercise of pure folly. The real folly though is when you and I debate with me in support of my faith and against your folly and claim that there can only be one winner. It's a zero-sum game. It either is or it ain't. 
Now, in fact, they might be two losers. It might be closer to the truth to recognize that there is sometimes folly in faith. And there is sometimes faith in folly. Now, I said that once. But please hear me twice. Thanks for listening.